welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. This week, your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, has been bringing us a message that sooner or later affects every one of us. The message is entitled, You Can Trust Again, and is a reminder to all of us as Christians how easily it is for us, because of circumstances, to become disillusioned with people. As Pastor DeMichael points out, even the great David fell prey to this. Maybe this is true of you today. Our prayer is that the Lord will give you victory and help you to trust again. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Take your Bible and go to Psalm 116. And Psalm 116 and 116 verse 11. I said in my haste, all men are liars. Cynicism and mistrust, the spirit of, are the function of the self-life. Truth be known. They're a function of the self-life. Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. The first thing we have to do to defeat the spirit of cynicism, pessimism, bitterness, and suspicion is to die to self. To die to self. Cynicism is the bitter spirit of our age. Do unto others before they do unto you. Do you ever notice that the media likes to air out dirty laundry? It's hard to find good news in a newspaper. You know why that is? Cynicism, pessimism, bitterness, and suspicion is the spirit of the age. They're only trying to stay in business. They're selling what sells. Cynicism eventually creates withdrawal from others. Emotional withdrawal, spiritual withdrawal. Emotional and spiritual paralysis. Finally, we conclude, I guess I'll just believe in myself and take care of me. You know what that is in a nutshell? That's humanism. That's secular humanism. You can't believe in anybody else, so just believe in yourself. And incidentally, that eventually spills over to God. I can't trust anybody in the human race, so I certainly cannot trust God either. So the question comes up, how can we trust again? How can we trust again? Do you ever stop and think about it, that Satan is a cynic? Satan is a cynic. Uh, take a look at Genesis chapter 3. Keep your hand here in, in uh, Psalm 116. Look at Genesis chapter 3. Satan is a cynic, and he used cynicism on Eve to get her to sin. Genesis chapter 3. Genesis 3, verse 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. Now watch this. Watch this in completely 180 degree incorrect, untrue analysis of God's motives. God's motives. And incidentally, one of the ways to check yourself for this spirit of cynicism and pessimism and bitterness and suspicion is whether or not you're always looking for the motive behind everything that everybody's doing. 
if that's characteristic of your thought process, then you've fallen into this trap. Now, that's the bad news. The good news is there is a way out, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But look at verse 5. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. The story he told Eve seemed to match. Are you listening to me now? The circumstances she perceived with her eyes. Let me take a few moments here and talk to some of you cynics, pessimists, bitter people, and suspicious people. The devil is setting you up every day. Because of your tendency to focus on those matters of motive, when you see something going on where God may be at work, the devil will sit on your shoulder and he will concoct a story that seems to fit the circumstances you're looking at because, listen to me now, you don't give people the benefit of the doubt. So he can feed you just about anything he wants as long as it looks close to the circumstances you're seeing in your limited, are you listening to me now? In your limited, are you getting this now? Your limited perception of things. How many of you understand we don't see the whole picture? There's always three sides to every story, folks. Yours, mine, and the truth. And let me say something to our young people this morning because you are especially vulnerable to this because Satan is going to sit on your shoulders and he is going to try to drive a wedge between you and your natural protectors, your parents. You and your natural guides, your pastor, your Sunday school teacher. And something is going to happen. Usually it will be someone else that gets out of sort. Someone gets out of sort with their parents. So they now know how the game is played. And they come to you and they say, you know what it is about parents that I found out? And you look and you go, yeah. See, that's what Eve started to do. I always wondered why we couldn't eat from that tree. I always wondered why there were 6,975,342 and a half trees that we could eat freely of. And mean old God won't let us eat off of that one. She had been nurturing this attitude, and the devil played on it. I have watched with my heart breaking and tears shed, I've watched young people literally destroy their lives at the crossroads of life and make some of the worst decisions. Some of those decisions, they will pay for the rest of their lives. They will totally affect the course of their life for good because they believed Satan's cynical lie. This is Satan's masterpiece, folks. And you have got to purge yourself of that spirit. You've got to purge yourself of that attitude. You've got to purge yourself of that tendency. I know we're all prone to it. It's part of the fallen nature. But you can't let it be characteristic of your outlook on life or Satan will play you like a harp. And he'll just laugh at you. You'll be such easy prey. He'll just reel you in any time he wants. He'll fire you out there and pull you back like a yo-yo anytime he wants. 
Because all he's got to do is look at the circumstances around you and know that you are a sucker for that story every time. Don't give in to I said in my haste. All men are liars. I'll give David this much credit. He knew it was in his haste. He knew he was wrong. And that's the first step in getting the victory is identifying the problem. Identifying the problem. I'll bet you I know what, he, I'll bet you I know what else he, he told her, but this one didn't work. I'm just reading between the lines. He said, uh, Eve, she said, what is it? He's seeing another woman. How can we trust again? Let's take our Bibles and go to Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1. Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. The life which I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1. Paul is in prison when he writes this four-chapter book of joy. That is, that is very special to me. That is very important to me. You know why? That's the reason I got saved. I went to Bible study week in, week out, week in, week out. This young man that befriended me started taking me to church week in, week out, week in, week out and gave me the gospel. We would discuss, even argue at times. I had my religious views. I was going to get there by works. I was going to get to heaven by sacraments. Little by little, God began to show me the, the truth of the gospel. But I'm going to tell you the thing that really turned the trick for me biblically. We were in a Bible study. We were studying the book of Philippians. Not a salvation book by any means. It's not John 3. It's not Romans 10. Not 1 John 5. Not the kind of book of the Bible that you would think of for salvation. But there I was with these other Christians in these small group Bible studies. And the guy that was teaching the book was explaining that Paul was in prison. And as we went through this book, all four chapters, over a period of about eight weeks, it struck me about the joy and the rejoicing that Paul talked about. And by the time we got to the end of this book, I said to myself, if Paul could be sitting in prison and be that happy, why am I so miserable and I'm not in prison? I came to the conclusion he had something I needed. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, You Can Trust Again. Your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, has touched upon a subject that unfortunately falls upon every one of us at one time or another. It is the very thing that happened to the great King David at a time in his life. In his haste, he called all men liars. It was no doubt a response of becoming disillusioned and bitter toward people. Maybe this is something that has happened to you. Maybe someone has let you down or even betrayed your trust. If that's the case, then we pray that this message will truly be a big help to you. Pastor DeMichael has shown us from the Word of God how we can truly get victory over this and learn to trust again. If you'd like to order a CD of today's message, it's available for a suggested contribution of $5. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. And our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. 
Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday school, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 6 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.